Hey guys, it's Max Miller, Zach Zary, and Oakley Rose. Welcome to a well-placed cuss. Hello everyone. Welcome back to episode 27 of a well-placed cuss. We got me and Zach Zary in the studio today. Zach Zary, how you doing? Come at coming after a long day of reffing some football. Oh my God, Max! You can see uh, I'm I'm quite burnt today. Yes, um, you're very red. Yeah, um, I definitely have heat stroke. <laughs> like, if I sound like an absolute idiot on that podcast, that's why. Worked basically eight thirty to six thirty in the sun, referencing some football, and I'm just toast. And I'm running literally on. Five Costco hot dogs and about like ten Gatorade zeros. Dude, that's that's the meal of a champion right there. <laughs> that's what they were feeding us there, and I was like, like, I just feel sick, man. Like, I don't feel good. Like, and I've been roughing a lot of football, and I I've saved the story for this podcast. Max. Okay, yeah, roughing football. It's flag football. It's like a tournament with all these like uh, businesses. And it's oh, basically yeah. like a team bonding thing at SMF. Right. And um, So I just want to like clarify, it, it, it was like old guys. Yeah, so, well, some old guys, some some younger guys, but like... O- over 18? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So like like these are like big businesses sending these guys in. And um, the, uh, the eventual winners were like former like Hilltops players with a couple of like old guys and some girls mixed in. But anyways... Okay. Um, the, the day was fairly nice. Um, yeah, fairly nice. Um, ended up seeing Matt Johnson there, former inter- interview on this podcast. He was taking some photos and as a, like, he's got his nice expensive camera, but like five minutes later, torrential downpour, just horrible, horrible <laughs> rain. He had to go back, but then. These guys aren't wearing like these are older guys. They don't they don't play like football often. Like there's yeah. a couple of like I mentioned like Hill Toss players that ended up winning this thing, but they're they're not wearing cleats on the turf. They're wearing running shoes. <laughs> like just it's ankle breaker season out there. Like the rushers, like you get a rush and it's like these old men are going like heels overhead. Like, just dropping to the floor, and they're splashing everywhere, and it's just bad. It's like the mud bowl? Essentially. <laughs> and, I, like, I don't know how some of these guys just didn't break a bone, but <laughs> we, we we have a table set up for us, and it's, like, we get food and, like, drinks and, like, put our stuff and belongings there, and then the score clock and, like, timer's on there, too. So I'm I'm reffing with uh, one, of, one of my Husky buddies, and... uh I'm on the far sideline. He's on the close sideline by the table. And it's one of those, like, tables you, like, play Pong on, right? Just, like, one of those oh, fo- foldable tables. Yeah, right, okay. Holding everything up. And this guy, it's a nice run play. And a defender, this guy, he's sprinting as hard as he can. He's, like, a 40-year-old guy, pretty pretty athletic looking. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a big guy. He's, like, 6'3", like, 225. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. Absolutely sprints. And he, I don't even think he slipped during the conditions. Like, the conditions obviously didn't help. And he just head down, misses the tackle. And our table's about, like, seven yards away from the sideline. And he sprints into the foldable table. Breaks it. <laughs> he does, like, a 
full like flip. His he- scorpions like face first, like face plant. Oh my god! Heels are like over top. Like it's bad. He breaks the table. Like the foldable table is broken. Yeah. Our, our like. We we got Chinese food. Our Chinese food is everywhere. Noodles are flying in the air. <laughs> like it's a mess. There's Gatorade Zeros. My pink Gatorade Zero just flew everywhere. And and I mentioned how we had personal belongings. I had my white bunny hug, husky bunny hug there, and oh boy, it just got soaked in like with the combination of the rain, the Chinese food. And the pink Gatorade Zero, my it looked like a tie dye hoodie at the oh end of God. it. And this, but that guy, he just broke it. And like, you, we set it up. The time clock thing flipped too, and it's like a big, like it's a thick thing, and it broke too. We had to reset it, do a whole bunch of things, and like the table, we we ended up like sort of fixing it. The one side was like a normal height, and the other side was like, like like an inch off the ground like being outrageous <laughs> but like it was low to the ground yeah you couldn't put anything on there it would just slide off so yeah <laughs> i just needed to sit i had to say that story and just like that guy just absolutely <clears throat> ate it did he uh was he hurt at all or did he just get up like all right next play let's go i i, I think he got like i think he was fine but that was like the funniest thing ever i've ever watched did like, you just start laughing at him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> uh, like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was just, like, watching this guy. And, like, we're kind of all in shock. Like, everybody stops. There's, like, there's like eight teams. They're all watching, essentially. They all stop and just watch. They hear the big thud and, like, see it. Like, the poor guy is just probably embarrassed out of his mind. He just broke this table. Like the workers, like my boss, are joking. They're like, "We're gonna have to up the team fees another two hundred dollars because <laughs> yeah. of this guy." Insurance. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just crazy. Like I could not believe it. It just hammered the table, and it just like those things are pretty sturdy. Like he just like oh, big guy just ate it. it big, was, big guy, small table doesn't. Oh, doesn't but the mix. thing is, how this rounds out. Like Matt Johnson takes photos for SMF. Who runs the tournament? Yeah, and unfortunately, during the rain, he could not take any photos of this hilarious incident or any. And one oh. guy was videotaping too, <laughs> and he videotaped the first two plays of the possession and or the series, and not the third, which is when he ran into the table. Oh my god! Oh, that it honestly was hilarious. Well, that's I I would take that for sunstroke. That sounds like a good time. Oh, well, this was before I got heat stroke. <laughs> like, today, heat stroke, I was just refing no good little kids. And, yeah. like, just, oh, 9 to, like, 8.30 to 6.30. Oh. <laughs> Made a lot of money, though. Yeah, that's which, good. Which will help me with my trip to the Maritimes here over my birthday. Turning yeah. 19. Get that bag. July 6th. Headed to the Maritimes with Woo! my family. When are you back, Zach? July 10th, and speaking of uh, that vacation, um, we're, we're thinking this is going to be the, the season finale here. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a weird season. Yeah, it was a weird season. <laughs> like, 
Not not that many interviews. I thought the product has picked up greatly. Oh, me too. The website's I mean, there. I think I think I, I know I edit the website almost every day, but I feel like uh, we're we're getting better each season. And I mean, this was a weird season, but we're still trying to get our feet set. Uh huh. I and mean, we we all like I'm now working a job, like yeah. two jobs, like work, like still have husky stuff like there's been just some weird scenarios happening too in our personal lives yeah and just like we haven't got everybody together like oakley is not here today just another weird situation but he is here during our interview which is good to finally after like five episodes hear hear his voice again yeah um the interviews with vermont hockey commit carter mcnarland uh Play, he grew up here in Saskatoon with uh, me and Oakley. Um, played with the Saskatoon Contacts. Played with the Humble Broncos as, I believe, a 16-year-old. So that's really impressive mm-hmm. stuff. Then went to BC where he committed to Vermont. Um, a good hockey school. I'm one, one of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning players, I believe. Like one of the legends went there as, lo- as, as well as Ross Colton. Who plays with the lightning right now? Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun interview. It was kind of just a conversation, kind of catching up, good old friends catching up. But yeah, he's he's a great guy, beauty. Looking forward to seeing where his hockey career goes, and 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 I personally believe I know his his work ethic is is off the charts. So I I think uh, we'll see some big uh, big things ahead and. Uh, I'll make a quick transition here, Max. Speaking of Ross Colton in the Tampa Bay Lightning, <laughs> we we again has have timed it out perfectly. Yeah, that uh, we, we're ra- reacting to uh, another Cup final or, or final, I guess. Not not Cup in the NBA, but the Stanley Cup now. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche. Led by Nathan McKinnon, Cal McCarr, N- Nazem Kadri. I mean, Gabe Landeskog. Yeah, and uh, hometown boy who had himself quite a game, Darcy Kemper. I believe he had like a ninety-four, something like that. Uh, uh, safe percentage. He only allowed one goal in on twenty-two shots. Uh, so another Saskatoon boy gets a ring. First Darcy Kemp or first Braden Shen, who was. He wasn't born here, was he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was born? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, good for him. Uh, first, we got Braden Shen, and now we got Darcy Kemper. Well, like, we've had, like, lots of Saskatoon, like the Shen brothers, um, obviously now Kemper, and there's probably, like, more guys, oh, like Jared Stoll back in the day. I was going to say Braden Holby, but he was in Lloyd, wasn't he? Yeah, he just played junior hockey here. Yeah, okay. Played with the Blades. Yeah, right, right. But, um... But yeah, I mean it was a it was a it was a good game to watch. They they won in Tampa, which is never easy to do. Uh, they let one uh, early goal in by Stamkos in, and then cleaned up the defense. And uh, I believe McKinnon. And I don't know who the other one was who uh, scored. I, I wanted to say Valerie Natushkin, but it was not him. He had a big game in uh, the the pre game five. Oh, yeah. But they they couldn't get it done. Um, it was another guy, like another uh, European hockey player. I'm, I'm just forgetting the name here really quickly. It was uh, 
Arturi Lekkinen. Oh, that's right. That's oh, that's was. right. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Nathan McKinnon also had an assist. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a it was a good game, and no one's surprised. I don't think anyone would be, would be surprised either way. But I think I think most hockey fans are happy that a three peat didn't happen. Yeah, I me, mean, yeah, yeah, I definitely was. I I I was too. I th- I think this is the beginning of a new dynasty. Um, well, I mean. We talked about this previously, but this yeah. team has like it's locked up. It's locked up. It's locked up. I mean, they got all these young guys. Like, look at look at their best players. They're all still young. Like Gabe Landeskog, like I like people probably assume this guy's like thirty six. I would. He, he's twenty nine. I I would not have guessed that unless like since last episode. Yeah, like it's crazy. Um, like Kale McCarr, is he, is he only twenty three and he just won the Conn Smythe? Two and yeah, the Norris, so. yeah, yeah. I, it's 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 ridiculous. No, it is. And um, the first time in like twenty one or twenty two years too. He was born in Calgary. Yeah, he's Canadian. You didn't know Kale McCarr's Canadian? Damn. No, I didn't. I thought he. Well, I don't know Kale McCarr. That, I, he, he, that I sounds kind of European. I, he did play in the states, so I oh, guess. Okay. Yeah, he played college hockey. Well, nice. Uh, I, I I I always just love to hear about a good Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good for Cal McCarr. Uh, I think even like Gretzky gave him like the highest praise too. Yeah, uh, that last was crazy. week. But um, called them uh, Bobby Orr. Yeah, I did. Uh, shout out Bobby Orr. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have too much else to say about it. It was it was a solid series. It was never boring. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised though. It's the I really. Really thought the Lightning were going to win this game, and it was going to go to Game Seven. Me too. I thought. I thought. Call it like you always assume the team on home ice is going to win, yeah. especially like when you get two evenly matched teams. So I yeah. surprised they won tonight. I actually got worried after they lost Game Five, but I mean, without a doubt, this was the best team and the mm-hmm. most deserving team to win this cup. I mean, head to toe, like what this team did. I mean. And I'm 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 happy. Me too. Like Colorado, I like, like Colorado. They're a good team. I mean, great team to watch. Even at, like they're Nashville's like rivals in the Central. Like I I enjoy watching a lot of these guys play. I mean, 21 or 22, 23 years. I forget the number since uh, they won the Stanley Cup last. I mean, you look at all the, these vets. Um, you got the. Eric Johnson's of the world, you know, um, Ryan Murphy, a Saskatchewan guy. Um, Nazan Kadri gets his ring. Nate McKinnon gets his ring. Gay Landeskog gets his ring. Rantanen, um, uh, Cogli- Cogliano, Darren Helm both get their second after winning them so early in their careers, those older guys. I mean, Bo Byram after almost retiring this year. I mean, Six months ago, like he was like crying, calling his dad, like, "Hey, I, I, he was having his mental battles. Like, I don't know if I can do this anymore." Like, he was basically touted as the next Kale McCarr, even though Kale McCarr is only like three years older than him. Like, like that was the defense pairing of the future. Those two young stud defensemen that play a very similar game, and you know he battled back, played really meaningful minutes with them on the back end, being. Only 20, 21 years old. Um, yeah, just Jared Bednar, uh, Saskatchewan-born guy, former Saskatoon Blade. Um, his first season 
they were like dead last. I think they only won like 22 games. I mean, Colorado, like, like I remember in high school, like grade nine, Max, like this team was the definition of a poverty franchise. Yeah. Like Matt Duchesne was there now in Nashville, 40 goal scorer. Uh, but like <laughs> he was like the guy and, but they had nobody else, like nobody else. And uh, now look at where they, where they're at. I think them and uh, the Rangers, two best rebuilds I've ever seen in any sport. Like the Rangers rebuild is insane, but like, look at what the, the Avs did and the, like, I'm saying grade nine. I'm only first year university, like four years. Like they changed this team completely. And it's, it's crazy to see. It's good to see. And you're right. I mean, I'll, we'll probably see this team, uh, go on a dynasty here, or at least compete, right? Like they've looked good for the past couple of years, but couldn't get over the, the hump. I mean, one thing that I really like about this team and I've liked about every, all these like teams before is like they built this team from the ground up. It was like it was it was exactly like you said. It was it was a rebuild, and it was exactly like the Rangers is the, the exact same thing. It was they built this team from the ground up. They were garbage, and then over the course of like you said four years, they're Stanley Cup champions. They have two of the best players in the world on their team, and they're set up for the future. Like, like that's like that's the most like winning now is awesome, and like enjoy it, but. You want to you want to be the lightning, right? Like like that's who you're trying to be, and they got this team locked up to be the lightning. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they come. traded all like again. This team's so young; they didn't trade the farm away to win this year. They still like yeah. Alex Newhook is there. Um, Tyson Jost maybe has gotten traded. Um, I'm not sure, but like this team is like so so young and. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be so dominant in the future. Yeah, Tyson Jones plays for the Wild anymore, uh, so not him. But, um, yeah, can't say anything else about this Avalanche team. Congratulations, Colorado. I mean, Colorado's got to be ha- happy. I mean, Denver's got Russ. Uh, you got Jokic playing there. Your team just won uh, a championship in hockey i mean good time to live in uh denver colorado i guess it really is i mean except for the rockies but yeah that, that's, that's fine. a different yeah different story suck it lightning fans <laughs> oh we're playing lots of sound bites today i oh. love it i love it um, um I, I hold on, i gotta go on a quick rant here go ahead i mean i am speaking of camel car amazing hockey player just won the the consummate just won uh, the Norris Trophy. You're probably thinking here, oh, great. Here comes Zach talking about how Roman Yossi got robbed of the uh, Norris Trophy. Um, I mean, I just want to sit here and say they, they need to make the Bobby R. Trophy. Bobby R. Trophy, best offensive defenseman. They do it in the for the forwards. Uh, yeah. They have the defensive... Uh, why am I? It's slipping my name right now. The defensive forward, Patrice Bergeron, literally runs it. It's the Selkie. He oh, wins okay. it every single year. Um, yeah, they they do it for offensive defensemen, and then have the Norris of just like the best defenseman. I mean that that way we get Roman Yossi, 
who literally has the most points by a defenseman in the past 30 years, carries Nashville to the playoffs. Like, they shouldn't have been there. Carries them. And then you, like, like obviously I'm going to say he should have won the Norris. But people are going to sit here and say, oh, McCarr's plus minus was better. His defense and analytics. But look, he was on, like, the greatest hockey team we've seen in, like, quite a while. Obviously, his plus minus and defensive analytics are going to look a lot better. Roman Yossi's stuck with, I don't know, who on the defense pair and his forwards. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I'd give the give it to Roman Yossi. He got the most first place bo- votes, but with how it's organized, um, you know, it's weird. Like, I'm not saying Kale McCarr didn't deserve it. I'm not mad about that, but... Some guy left Roman Yossi off his ballot completely. Right. Like, that is a joke. I know. No. Like, the past 30 years, and this man has the most points, like, ever. He had Devon Taves, who's a great defenseman on the Colorado Avalanche, at number three. I mean, some of those voters are just, like, old guys that think they know hockey. Like, one guy had Tuka Rask on his ballot. Tuka Rask only played like three games this whole season and wasn't good this season. <laughs> like it's oh beyond God. it's beyond me, some of these guys. But um yeah, I, I mean NHL, like Austin Matthews won MVP. Um I mean it's not called the MVP, it's called the damn uh, oh my god. Heart trophy, yeah. yes, thank you. And the Ted Lindsay, I believe, is like they they do it like with the NHLPA or whatever whoever votes and then they actually do like the other players or vote on it, um, mm-hmm. which I I think it's pretty cool. Igor won Vesna, one of the greatest goalie seasons we've ever seen. A lot of people were upset that he didn't win the Hart Trophy. Yeah, I mean Austin Matthews, like he was sixty goal game amazing. What, what can you say? Rid Sider goes from like nobody knew who he was on draft night. And like you're like, what the heck, Stevie Y? Like, who 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 are you drafting from Germany? And then he just becomes an absolute stud and a beast, an absolute man child. Um, never questioned Stevie Y ever. Um, he's a stud. Um, yeah, Sel- Selkie, I I would just assume just went to Patrice Bergeron because he literally wins it every year. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> So um, okay, I have a question though. So the the Ted Lindsay Award and the Hart Trophy, this one's voted by players and this one's voted by writers. Yeah, yeah, like, like oh, I see. Yeah, the so, Writers Association. So, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I was I like, like it. I like it like that. I like it too. I, I just like I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't like Roman Yossi, the Nashville Predators. He was a finalist. He was. He's on the level of Matthews and McDavid. And yeah, I mean, like, look, he's the players. That's, that's the players. No, and I know. That's, get, I, who's not there? Kale McCarr. Yeah. Or Devin Taves, Chicago Blackhawks writer who left him off his ballot. You were a joke, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs> You're welcome. So, uh, that's really interesting. I I always like the players' perspectives. On mm-hmm. like I think one thing that was cool is the I I, I know I, I always bring it back to NBA, but the the NBA did a thing a few years ago. Um, I'm sure they did one this year too. I did, just didn't see anything about it, and they had as voted by NBA players most overrated and most underrated players, and yeah. the most overrated were like Draymond and Russell Westbrook, and the most underrated, I can't remember the other one, but like no, number one was Drew Holiday. 
and I, I I always just think it's cool to get into like the perspective of the players and see what they see. Yeah. No, it's just like because they don't they don't really look at the stats. They don't. They're, they're not like, oh yeah, but Russ averaged ten assists, so you know it's like it's how it's they see him on the court. Yeah, how? Yeah, which is good because yeah, like, I think so. Steve from uh, the Toronto Sun. I, I don't know who. I think there's Steve Simon actually works for the Toronto Sun. Well, not that. actually him, but like no, I'm just I, trying to do a random name. Yeah. Um, like so and so for writing for whom? Like Buddy probably hasn't laced laced on skates in the past twenty years, oh, and right. he's like. Well, Aaron Eckblad, like he doesn't know. Like right. Nathan McKinnon is like, okay, Aaron Eckblad is really hard to go against, so he's gonna be here. Like that, I they could honestly do that for every award, but not give out an award. Like I, I'd like that. Yeah, sort of like uh, right. players voted. But like actually have the ten Ted Lindsay as the MVP. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, I like that. Other oh. award winners, uh, Daryl Sutter, Woo, Max Jack is happy. Adams. I mean, I didn't get, think get get something out of the season. I didn't think Calgary was going to make the playoffs. Honestly, going into the season, no so, one did. Like, like they no were one gave good, Calgary good. a shot. They should have beat Edmonton. I wanted to see that series against the Avalanche. I really, really did. Daryl Sutter said it the best, or Sutter said. I always want to say Glenn Sutter. Daryl Sutter said it the best. He said uh, he doesn't think the best team won the series. The best player won the series for them. Yeah, McDavid. I I I I agree with that. It's just it's McDavid it's hard to was McDavid. on another level this season. No, in the postseason. I was. Is there? Um, oh yeah, I was the 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 Smythe is the. Um, playoffs but does it always go to a winning team to like majority of the time is um the one time i know it didn't was when uh oh my god the french goalie for the anaheim ducks john oh Sebastian Jagir. yeah back what? in the day back in the day won it and he was yeah um, wow who did they lose to? i can't remember who they lost to yeah, but I remember oh, wow. he won it. I mean, there could be other examples, but m- majority of the time it goes to. Yeah, right. Because you could make a case McDavid could have deserved it, even like in his team lost out. No, I'll, like a well, week ago. Well, right, and I his know points were like crazy. Yeah. Um. But moving on, I, 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 I congrats, Colorado. Yeah. Like you guys deserve it, but now it's time to move on. Time to move on. I love the transition from the ice to the court. We had the NBA, or I guess to the to the stage actually, because there wasn't much yeah, of a yeah. court. But the NBA draft was uh, two days ago, or three th- three days ago actually, I guess now. And um, it was. It. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it was, was a draft. It was, it was a draft. I mean, it was cool to to see the order. I did not expect Paulo Banchero to go number one. Um, the odds did though the, they yeah, skyrocketed. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, but, but then like Wo- Woj, or, I'm pretty sure tweeted like Jabari Smith is like a lock to go number one, and I saw a lot of people betting that, and they were pissed off about. Yeah, I know. Well, um, sorry to interrupt you, but no, like, I but just saw that. There's, there's, you just can't, you can't. Um, Bet on a draft and expect anything. Anything's possible. Chet at number two was like a lock, though. Chet at number two was a lock because yeah, the it it wouldn't have made any. Like I said, Chet and I think I said this on a podcast before. I could be wrong, but I think I said like these words: Chet is the best player in this draft. He does not fit at 
all the scheme and the team that is in Orlando at the moment. He fits exactly what OKC needs. Mm-hmm. And Jabari Smith and Paulo Banchero both fit exactly what the Magic need. And I think Paulo fits better. I think Jabari is a better player, but I think Paulo and what he brings offensively is much uh, better to the Magic. I think that's always one thing that people tend to forget about is that they're also trying to put these players into a system. Because if you take the best player, for example, with the what the Magic did with Mo Bamba, they had Vucevic at the time, they had uh, Kem Birch at the time, and Justin Patton. They, their center room was full. Mo Bamba was the best player taken on the board, and no one could really be upset with that pick. But he didn't fit in with the Magic, and it took just until this season to have somewhat of a breakout year. And he's still getting held back by the fact that he wasn't even starting every game, because Wendell Carter is still there. That's the issue with these drafts. The best player isn't always the best fit for the team. And so I think the Magic, I, I, I like Paulo. I like what he can do. His health concerns me a little bit, um, but if the Magic aren't worried, I don't have any reason to be. Yeah, um... I'll just counteract your point. I feel like the Magic... Okay, first of all, the Magic are in a really weird situation. I Very like, true. I like a lot of their players. Me too. Like, a lot. Like Me they're too. They're literally their whole young squad. Like, point guards. Like Markel Mar- 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 Fultz. Cole Anthony. Jalen Suggs. Guard room should be set. It should be set. 100%. Then you, then you get one all-rookie guy in uh, Franz Wagner... Oh, yeah, you liked Franz. He was on your fantasy team last year. Yeah, yeah, And then Jonathan Isaac, who is probably coming back this season. Cause uh, I, he's a mess, but he's a good player. But Because I, I doubt they'll have the v- vaccine um, uh, mandatory for players anymore. So yeah. I assume he'll be coming back if he's cleared for injury. Um, like Wendell Moore, Mo Bamba. Um, I'm probably forgetting a lot of guys. Chumo Kiki. Yeah, uh, who was their former first first round pick. Love Chuma. Wendell Carter is still young. Yeah, uh, He's I'm, been showing really like, good things in Orlando. Their whole team is young and that's what worries me though. Is that like like when they drafted Jalen Suggs like he's stuck behind Cole Anthony. Oh, exactly. Um, RJ Hampton stuck in there that we forgot to mention. Like their whole team oh, yeah. like should be good but they're all like stuck and nobody has developed there. Like I don't know who's like they can't develop in Orlando. No, I know. Like, now worries about um, um, me about Paulo, who I thought was the number one. Chet was the number one on my board, but Paulo was number two, and it was just I wasn't a big fan of Jabari Smith, and maybe it was just because I, whenever I watched Jabari Smith, it was like always his worst game of the season. Yeah. And whenever I watched Paulo Banchero, it was like his best game of the season. So I don't <laughs> know if that was just like. What ha- what get, happened with me? You're getting swayed, Zach. Basically. But I've been a fan of Chet, and it's definitely biased. Oh, I've been a fan of Chet. Love for the, Chet. Literally, him and Jalen Suggs, there was a YouTube documentary about them, and that's when I like became a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I and I love the Zigs in basketball. Love the Blue Devils, too. Um, got, we got, yeah, you like and, Andrew Nembrand, uh Nemhard. Is it Nemhart? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I I I I can't do names, Zach. You know that. Yeah. But uh, 
good 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 Canadian boy. Four Canadians off the board this Four, year. Four man, like in and six, high, high quality. Six and seven six were and Canadians, seven. like proud Canadians. You gotta yeah, love yeah. it. Benedict Matherin out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. LeBron's gotta prove he's better than me. Did yeah, you see that? That, yeah, that was like wild. I was like, ba- you I was know, like Ben, like uh, come on here, buddy. Like, you know, like but like that's good confidence though. That's a thing. I mean, he's a young player. You, are you going to take that away from him? Are you going to be like, look at this kid who's arrogant? It's like, I, I, if I'm drafting a, if I'm drafting a kid, I want him to have confidence. I don't want mm. him to be a cocky prick, but I want him to have confidence. I want him to be able to be like. And I think there's a I difference. I got to see LeBron, man. I think there's a difference. Like, yeah, I don't think he's cocky. Or no, like cocky at all. But like, uh, he, he's very uh, strong, strong-willed. Um, you want that in a player? Yeah, any player. And he's good. Like I'm thinking, he is good. Three and D with like plus, like he, yeah, like he. Well, and he's 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 an athletic guy too. Mm-hmm. He's um, he, I think I think he, he needs to get a little bit bigger. I um, just wanted him with Cade Cunningham so bad. Yeah, him on the Pistons would have so been would have been deadly. But I mean, you uh, Jayden, can't pick, you can't. Jaden Ivey was better than yeah, Benedict Mather, and yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Benedict, but Jaden was so good. But yeah, that's I, a good backcourt pairing in the it is in Detroit. There, and it's only good um, because both of those guys, Cade and Jaden Ivey, are can both play shooting guard. Mm-hmm. They're both good facilitators. They're both good scorers. And like Cade's played shooting guard. I think he's six eight as a point guard, and that's that's unreal. He's going in. He's going in as a shooting guard, probably. What I assume in Jade and Ivy taking over the one, or maybe they might take some time to let mm-hmm. Jade and Ivy set into the role. Um, but I really like that backcourt too. If they got someone like Dyson Daniels, I don't know. But I just like the versatility that Jade and Ivy brings um, to the backcourt. Um, yeah, I I do too. Um, I I guess we can go picks one one uh, like notable things. Um. Yeah, let me pick, just pick one. Paulo we mentioned him before. He reminds me of J- Jason Tatum. I don't know if it's just like the haircut and they both went to Duke, but yeah. his like playing style actually reminds me. And I think that's what his like ceiling is as a player. Yeah, I, I mean, think so. And I like that's what the Magic need. Check Ex- Holmgren. That's exactly what the Magic need. Like I met again. Check out the mock draft on the website. What we thought. We might be doing grades. I'm not sure. If we have the time before I leave, but I'd like to do grades, that'd I'll, be good. I I I will at least do grades. Okay. No pressure though, Zach. Okay. Well, you'll you'll see at least some grades. Yeah, I'll probably get them up uh, either tomorrow or either uh, Monday or Tuesday. Some about that. Yeah, Chet Holmgren loved him out of, out of Gonzaga. Um, fits him perfectly. You got SGA. Um, get run, a lob thread running the running the wall or the wall the one. Ha- yeah, has the lob thread, pick and roll, versatility. Chet Holmgren spaces at the floor, really nice. Um, you have Josh Giddy at your wing, and then now you have your big. You that's a big three, like in the making here. Yeah, and honestly, I think what the what the Thunder might do because it's been kind of working for them a little bit. They might, they might even push put Josh Giddy at the one and SGA at the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which would be crazy. I mean, um, and they they got a whole bunch of young guys too, and then they got yep. a buttload of. Uh, Draft picks, they're building something. Jabari Smith to the Rockets. I mean, like, who else is there? Oh, him and uh, 
Him and Jalen Green will pair nicely. Sure. The Rockets are going to be one of the worst teams in the league unless, yeah. un- unless they do something this free agency, which I just don't see them doing. No, they this won't. This is going to be a de- developmental year for Kevin Porter Jr., um, Green, and uh, Jabari Smith. I mean, next year. I mean, I would take next year. The French god himself. Yeah. What's his name? Oh again? my god! I I, I completely can't even, yeah. I I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh Victor Victor Wen Banana. That sounds right. Yeah yeah. His name's Victor. Out of French, he's a god. Like yeah. he's literally, he's a stud. He's literally like Rudy Gobert and uh, Giannis had a kid. Like no, as a it's, prospect. It's, it's crazy. Don't want to put that much hype on him, <laughs> but like I'm expecting a lot out of this kid. Yeah. Um, Keegan Murray. I love this pick. I me, love this. And you, me and you disagree with this one. We do. And uh, I think I might have even had Keegan Murray um, going to the Kings. And I really I really like Keegan Murray. Um, I think he goes to the Kings and he he, he pairs well with uh, Sabonis. Uh, he's got, got, got some solid shooting on him. Uh, going out of Iowa. And... Jaden Ivey's a better player, but it's exactly the argument that is with Paulo and with Chet. Is Jaden Ivey is a point guard shooting guard. So was Tyrese Halliburton. We saw how that how that meshed. Tyrese was a great player. De'Aaron Fox is a great player. They can't mesh together. They needed a wing. And, oh, you know what? Actually, I think I might have had Benedict Matherin. Because I think I might have had him going because I think they needed a, a good young wing. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah, I did. All right. Yeah, that kind of screwed everything up for me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um but yeah, Benedict should have gone to the Kings, I think, because he would have provided that young 3 that they needed or even like or or even 2. But Jay Navi just wouldn't have worked with De'Aaron Fox, and I'm glad with what I'm glad they they went with uh Keegan Murray cuz I really like Keegan Murray. I think Benedict would have fit better. Hell, even shade and sharp, but at that point you're really sacrificing fit for talent. So I love I, I love Keegan Murray. I, I love the pick. See, my thing is like the Kings are notoriously bad at drafting. Yes, like notoriously bad. Like the only guy they've, so they've really hit on is De'Aaron Fox in recent memory, unless I'm just and I guess Tyrese Halliburton. Too, yeah, but, but he's like not there. Well, exactly, exactly. He's not there, so you, you can't be. So the Kings. My whole thought process is, is when you mentioned, I I agree. I think uh, Keegan Murray is an offensive big. He doesn't really have much great defense. I'm, I was just thinking, like, how does he play with Sabonis down there? I don't really love that pairing to go along with. That's like, fair. Jane and Ivy, I, this is subst- like, it, it was the big three, without a doubt, and then I think it was Jade and Ivy, and then it was, like, another group of, like, four. Like, I thought Jade and Ivy was, like, clear-cut, like, 1B type prospect. And, um, I, like, this is... It kind of feels to me like it's not going to be this bad, but it kind of feels to me like Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, scenario 2.0 here. Yeah, I mean, I see that, and And again, I, get, I get your reasoning too. But again, I don't want to blame Marvin Bagley for that because I think that was entirely the Kings organization's fault. Yeah, hopefully he, um, Bagley, gets some work in with Detroit. Yeah, but the one thing that I think uh, – is important to note is that Keegan Murray's a shooter, and yeah, he's good a shooter. He's a uh, he's a consistent four. Mm-hmm. 
And Zabonis is a consistent five. And yeah, Keegan Murray, he's not the most physical player, which I think is kind of something that they saw. And I'm kind of worried about his athletic limitations too. It's just true. Like 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 all all fair. Um but getting that shooting in a four, that six eight, like if he was like a six ten, six eleven forward matching up with Zabonis, trying to get twin tower vibes, I wouldn't mess with that. But the fact that he's six eight, he can he can help stretch the floor a lot better. Um, yeah, the athleticism is always a bit because you 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 if you get a, if you get a stretch four, you kind of want an athletic four unless you're getting fucking Dirk or something like that. But so I get that. That's my only real hesitation. I like this pick, uh, but only time will tell. You never yeah. know. Um, and then we mentioned Jaden Ivy pairing up well there. Benedict Matherin, we don't mean Max Love, Ben. God. Don't love the fit in Indiana. No. kind of confuses me what's going to happen there. Really I does. just hope they don't waste his potential because he is so good, and I, I want to see him on the national team. Me too. So badly. <laughs> me too. Shaden Sharp, another Canadian guy. Uh, um. if, if people don't know, uh, former number one overall recruit in all of high school, reclassified. Uh, to 2021, um, what I, I I think he was one of the youngest, second youngest player in the draft. Um, was it, like he didn't play any any minutes at Kentucky, um, and then like Kentucky staff and media were saying like if you don't know like about Shaden Sharp, go to warmups because you you want to be there to to see like say you have seen Shaden Sharp warm up. <laughs> like that's how crazy athletic he is and good and highlight real dunks and stuff he's doing. I mean, but the thing about Shaden Sharp is he honestly could be the best player in this draft. He he really could be. He could be the best player in this draft, but we have not seen him play competitive b- basketball in like two years. And like that was like in COVID. Oh my God, I'm older than this guy. Yeah, that's crazy now. Hey? God, I hate that. I really dislike that, man. I'm younger than him. But. Shut up, Zach. Um, I'll find someone that you're older than. Yeah, Shaden Sharp, like, he's the definition of boomer bust. Yeah. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I saw Dame wanted them to take Shaden Sharp. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think that he was quite happy with that. Yeah. Because like, it's, 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 it's a CJ 2.0, and because, I mean, like, it didn't, that duo didn't not work. It brought him to the Western Conference Finals one year. It, it was just unfortunate that they, had, that they had to play the Warriors, but I think that I think this gives him just another. And I mean, who who other piece? Yeah, who better to learn to like under than Dame? Well, exactly. One of the best uh, point guards we've seen in the last decade. I mean, Shaden Sharp, like. Like come on now! Like look at our look at Team Canada's guards situation here. <laughs> I mean, uh, Shaden can play the wing, Ben can play the wing. We just need a a Canadian big coming out here soon. Yeah, we really do. I mean, always got to show love to Trey Lyles, but I don't think he's the answer. <laughs> yeah, or that's Kelly. A, that's exciting. Like first time Canadians have gone top ten since. Uh, was it Bennett? And Anthony no, no, it, Bennett. No, no I, th- I, think I think it was Wiggins. Wiggins, Wiggins yeah. and Stauskas who played in the NBA Finals together. Yeah, that was cool. That's cool. But, like, I think these guys are, like, Benedict Matherin is, or, no, I, I think I did, uh, Shaden Sharp is kind of like Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. 
and Benedict Matherin is like three and D plus plus type player. Shannon Sharp is just like, like I said, he could be the best player in this draft, or we might not hear of Shannon Sharp in uh, like five years. We'll be like, exactly. Oh, remember the best player in high school <laughs> that was Canadian and he was a bum. He's bad now. But yeah, I'm I'm I think he'll be good. Me too. Um, one guy I just say Jalen Duran. I think fell a fair amount. I think that he was the. Uh, I think he was talk about like like true center. Yeah, I think he was probably the second best center in in in, in this draft class after yeah. Chet, and uh, the Hornets got him at thirteen, and they dealt him to to Detroit, where they got Kemba too, who they're probably going to buy out. Yeah, but with the net Knicks whole scenario where yeah. Knicks fans weren't happy, I can't believe that they gave away Jalen Duran. Like he's so good, he's going to be the center of the future for the Pistons. Yeah, raw potential. I mean, Dyson Daniels to the Pelicans. I want to say, hold on, mentioning. Um, the Portland Trailblazers with Shaden Sharp. You got Dame, Shaden Sharp, Nurkic, and then there's been some buzz around KD going there. No, I know. That could be... And don't forget about Anthony Simons. Yeah, like that's a, that's a great team. That team is would be, I think, one of the favorites to win the West. Oh, I think so. I, th- I th- If KD joined that team, I would probably put them as champions, at least, at least, at least runners-up. Well, like imagine if Shaden Sharp works out. No, I know. Like, as good as he could be. <laughs> like, that's scary to think about how it good is, that team is. That's terrifying. And another team I think could be really good this year are the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, actually. Very, They're all very gonna, true. All young, all going to get better. You're going to get a healthy Zion. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting Dyson Daniels, who I called the Australian Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Like, how, what does that team need? How tall is he? Some defense. And Dyson Daniels is a defensive point guard. Um, shut down, shut down defensive uh, point guard. He's kind of just uh, skyrocketed up the the draft. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love the pairing there. Oh yeah, he's he's like six five. Yeah, six five defensive point guard, playmaking playmaking abilities. I believe, hopefully, I think. Um, yeah, I think he's a passer. Well, I mean, even 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 if he's not, I mean, as a point guard, you have to be somewhat of a passer. Yeah, but. Even, I mean, even if he's not, you got CJ there, who's a good passer for yeah. a two. You have Brandon Ingram there, who's a good passer for a three. But like Zion. Dyson Daniels, CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Jonas Valanciunas. That's a good, That's good a, team. Like I, I don't know a lot of teams that are going to beat that team, but they have to remain stay healthy. Healthy, like Bi needs to stay healthy. Zion, of course, needs to stay healthy. I think CJ really likes it there too, which is good. But yeah. like, I know there's been a lot of buzz and there's been a lot of like. Like Zion doesn't like it in New Orleans. He wants to re- request a trade or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I think I I I think this team has a lot of a uh, lot of lot of potential. Yeah, me too. But uh, when just one one other guy I want to mention was uh, AJ Griffin, who went 16 to the Hawks, and then Nick chose Usman Dang. Um, where did I even have him going? I'm going 12 to the Thunder. Uh, so I mean, it wasn't a bad pick. But I think I really think that AJ Griffin was the much better player. I think that between 11 and 12, there was maybe the biggest drop off in players, because like if you look like Jalen Duran, Dyson Daniels, Johnny Davis, AJ Griffin, Usman Dieng, I think 11 and down is quite yeah, I, a significant difference in, I agree. among players. And I just think that 
even though it was just like one spot or whatever, it's not a bad pick, but it's just like AJ Griffin was there and you didn't take him when you needed a three, when you needed anything and you didn't take him. AJ Griffin, I think he just kind of got a low ceiling. That's what I think. He's yeah. got a great, great three point shot. He's going to be a solid player. But I mean, like, look at you got AJ Griffin. Um, go up. Go up. Um, like, like the top top guys: AJ Griffin, Jalen Durant, uh, Durant, Johnny Davis, uh, Jeremy Sokin, Dyson Daniel, Shannon Sharp, Benedict Mather, and Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith Jr., and Paulo. Like those are like the top eleven, and then after that, like I knew nothing about any of the other players. Right. So it was a steep drop off for sure, talent wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, have to mention the other two Canadians that went. Um, to start this, both like we had four Canadians, two of them back to back picks in the first round, six and seven, and then back to back second round picks to start off the second round. Thirty one, the Pacers are turning into Canada's team. Andrew Nembhard goes there. I mean, Chris Dur- Dur- uh, Chris Durate is there, and somehow he's Canadian. Really don't know, understand how he's Canadian. Um, O'Shea Brissett is there. Yep. Um, Nemhard and, uh, of course, Benedict Matherin now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they have lots of Canadians. Um, I like the fit there for him. He could honestly be their point guard number one. Unless who, Who's their starting point guard, Max? For who, sorry? The, 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 the Pacers. Pacers? Well, I mean, it's a toss-up right now. It's either going to be Brogdon or Halliburton. Oh yes, completely forgot Tyrus Halliburton is there. But like that's Nemhard coming in for Halliburton. I like it. He's probably the best true point guard in the draft. Mm-hmm. Andrew Nemhard. I know. I I, I I like the fit. Um but my issue is they have a player who's kind of similar to to AJ Nem Nembrand and that's TJ McConnell. And he's there right now, and he's a really good backup. Like he was in conversations early in the year for six man of the year. And so he might actually be leaving, and so they might predict that. Um, mm-hmm. That's if, what I'm thinking. If that's true, then this is really good. If it's not, TJ's old. Maybe yeah. they, maybe they don't use him as much anymore. Maybe they do trade him. You yeah, never know. That's what I think. But um, I I I I agree with you. I like this trade. I just got to say, I cannot believe that EJ Liddell fell to 41st. Yeah, I had him falling in my draft, and I think he still went in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, like, that's insane. There was that he lots went. of good. Uh, Again, Caleb Houston, former five-star recruit out of Canada. Jaden Hardy went 37. That's, oh, my God. Yeah, um, Caleb Houston, former Michigan Wolverine. I thought he was going to the Raptors. And I think a lot of people thought. I think even Bobby Webster thought he was going to pick him. Where where did the Raptors land? Because they, they, they didn't have a first. Oh, there we go. Christian yeah, Coco. and I, I think they thought they were getting Caleb Houston. Damn. That, the Canadian, that's unfortunate. The guy from Mississauga. Yeah. So, um, Christian Coloco. Lots of people are high on him. Um, like a big, uh, he's a big out of Arizona. He's, I think he's from the same like hometown as Pascal Siakam. Which is oh, crazy, really? yeah. <laughs> um, at least th- he's from Cameroon too. Mm, yeah. um, like a rim, rim, uh, rim protector, big. What the Raptors kind of need, um, yeah. NBA draft for you. Four Canadians, lots of good picks. I'm excited for uh, the next NBA year. Me too. Oh, one thing that we didn't do uh, is talk about the CFL and how the Riders just absolutely ate it on Thursday. 
That was one of the worst games I had seen in a while. Yeah, but the Riders. I mean, that was just terrible. I mean, the CFL has literally been like either like close games or blowouts. Yeah, honestly. like there hasn't been like any like ten point kind of games. Like it's either been a really really good game or blowouts. Yeah. And the Riders, honestly, I just didn't even watch, really. I was coaching football, and I saw they were getting smoked by halftime, and then I watched a couple of plays, and I saw, like, two interceptions. I was like, okay, it's uh, time to shut her down. So <laughs> I, I can't even, like, sit here and explain what happened, what went wrong. I know penalties were definitely a big issue. Opening and ha- kickoff. Sorry, I just have to say, opening kickoff. He was returned for a touchdown. I think there was two return touchdowns. There was. So, like, sp- under... Uh, Dave or Dave Craig Dickinson. Yeah, which who, is not good. No, and he was not happy. No. Corey Vedvik, nice guy, but my God, man, you got to get those punts further than thirty yards, dude. Come on, we're trying to pin him deep. We're on our own fifty-yard line, and you can't even get it within the twenty-five. Like, it's it's uh, it's just a it was yeah. a headache game to watch. Brett Lowther's still money. I love Brett Lowther. Um. You know, like Cody didn't have a great game. One of those interceptions was completely not his fault, though. Duke, like, yeah, Duke fumbled I watched, it and I, just threw it up. Yeah, I saw that. And a guy one. who was on like Big Brother Canada or some shit returned it for a touchdown. Really? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know, but they That's were funny. they were just talking about it. And I'm like, I don't know, but um, I think that he was. Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, the guy that returned it like played U sports like only a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah. Um. But uh, the offensive line, so many sacks. Only got one sack, and it was kind of a bullshit sack. Losing Dan Clark really, really hurt that offensive line. Dude, Logan Bandy's not the move, man. He's he's so slow getting off the getting off the snap. You you know how I feel about Logan Bandy. I won't really state it on this podcast, but like I I. I I will I I I dislike Logan Bandy as a center. I remember like meeting him at camp, and he was he was a super nice guy. Like I like he was he was he was smiling the whole time. Like he was a really nice guy. But man, I just don't know if he's the answer. And like may, may, maybe he needs a couple games. You know, I don't I don't think it's fair to jump to a conclusion after one game. Um, but he's just not look good out there. But like none of the offensive line did. And I just I, I'm again I'm confused why why Rogers is starting over Jamal Campbell. I don't understand that. Andrew Lauderdale's on the practice roster. Yeah, he yeah I yeah I don't I don't know about him. I, I like he played it. He had a lot of NFL experience. Um, nice guy. Also got him on the interview in the in the training camp. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. Check it out. Plug. <laughs> always always be plugging. But. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a rough game. Hughes was out. A boy Charbel was out again. Um, hopefully he gets back soon. But damn, it was it, it was it was not a good game by any means. Yes, yeah, CFL. Um, we we are we are going to keep track of the fantasy football. We've determined <laughs> it. Yes, but unfortunately for me, um, I like. First of all, CFL, get rid of the Thursday night games. Oh my God, please, man! Like, it's not stop. It's it's not good for business. Nobody wants to get out there. Like Montreal, it's like like a big holiday in Montreal during this weekend, so nobody's going to want to go to an Alouettes game, and it's on Thursday night. Right. Like CFL, like plan. Like it it doesn't hurt to like look in advance and like see it to na- like a provincial holiday. 
Like it's a big holiday. I for, I don't know. Like I'm not from Quebec, so I yeah. don't know what it is. But so like Thursday night game, like get rid of it, or like have it's a Seven Eleven sponsored game. Like have like CFL players on Slurpee cups. Yeah, in Canada or something like that. Like there's like, there's so there's just so much little shit that like, this, mar- that, that, like that the CFL can do. Like it like you don't think it would be that hard. No, you're it's like, right. Like get like Bo Levi, like Cody Fajardo. Get their faces on Seven yeah. Eleven cups. Like, like yeah. that's a great idea. Literally get us. Literally get get us to market. Yeah. Pay us fifty dollars for the day, and we'll come up with the best ideas. Yeah. Because like, well, fix your fantasy football. Oh my god, priority number one. Yeah, and then we'll talk about how uh, Maxi won this week after I failed to set a lineup. Oh my god, I barely won. I barely won, and I and I like like I got I got fifty four points. I got Zach Calaris, who gave me 10. James Wilder, who gave me 12. Lucky Whitehead, who gave me 19. Markeith Ambles, 4.6. Brandon Banks, 4.7. And the Stamps defense, who that gave me 4. Like, what? Yeah. Like, th- that's not a bad team. Like, like, like I, I said that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. My team, like, for the first Fuck. two weeks, I got, like, over 90 points. Like, my teams are on fire. 67, 66, 54. I'm going down that's, each week. That's rough, that's rough Max. You got to you gotta turn it around if you want to. Hey, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two one. I, I am, gave I am, you a freebie. I, I, you f- did. I felt bad. <laughs> I am I'm out of the losing column. Hey, that, that'll be fun to keep track of. Yeah. Keep us updated in the CFL. I mean, that's literally why I didn't set a lineup, because the game was on Thursday, and I just never think well, of it. Well, I know. Like, it's good you didn't pick any players from the Riders, though. Yeah, I know. Like, you think of NFL Thursday night games, Sunday night games, Monday. Like, CFL, Friday and Saturday. Like, there's only four games in the CFL. Like, go go double headers Friday, Saturday. Maybe have the rare Thursday night game. Sure, if you need to. Or have the rare Sunday night game. Sure, if you need to. Yeah. But, like... But, like, I, I know... Friday, like, I know. Like I was, I was really glad that my parents were in Greece for, for this game because it was a waste of a game, and it was on Thursday, and it's just so awkward on yeah. Thursdays. Like mm-hmm. uh, dislike. Yeah, me too. Dislike. Yeah. yeah. But um, Zach, is there anything else you want to add? I mean, yeah, not not much. I mean, UFC past weekend. Um, not much to really talk about. Armin Sarukian, one of the best uh, prospects. He's only 25. Actually, lost to Matush Gamrot, another top prospect. Um, Sarukian's only 25. He's got tons of time to get back. I still think he's going to challenge for a belt soon. Gamrot winning, I think, is like... Like, if I was... Like, I'm happy that Gamrot won. He's 31, I think. Like, his time is now. He's 21-1, and one, I think, now. And it was, like, one judge's vote away from uh, being undefeated, 22-0. and 22-0. Uh, um, Sarukian, that's his third loss. Um, only other loss in the UFC was to Islam. And uh, Sarukian gave Islam his best test. And I think we're going to see that in the future again. Sarukian versus Islam. Um He's fighting a whole religion. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. bad joke. Um, but uh, UFC 277. I mean, biggest card uh, on uh, paper with name value. Uh, International Fight Week. Um, UFC Hall of Fame goes on. Whole bunch of fighters are in Vegas for meet and greets. Like it's a huge event. 
um, headlined by uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jaron Cannonier. The trilogy fight between Max Holloway versus Alex Volkanovsky. We got Sugar Sean O'Malley opening up the card against Prelim, Prelim Pedro Munoz, as Sean likes to call him. I know Oakley, that's his guy. He'll be watching. I'll be watching. Sean Strickland versus Alex Pejera. Pejera, the only guy to ever knock out Israel Adesanya. Dana White said that's, that's the number one contender's fight for the next uh, whoever wins uh, between uh, the stylebender Adesanya, uh, Adesanya and Cannoneer. Um, my boy Dr- Drikas du- Duplessis, the South African gangster, is back. Handsome man. Good looking guy. <laughs> we just wanted to put that out there. Now I gotta look at this guy. Um, What's his name? Drikas Duplessis. He, okay, you're gonna have to just uh, the type it and spell it. Um, yeah, he. I bet on him uh, twice. He's won twice. Um, he's a stud. He's looking to crack into the middleweight top five, uh, top fifteen. Sorry, against Brad Tavares. Um, yeah, good fighter. Expect him to. He looks like uh, kind of looks like Steve Rogers. Captain America. Yeah. Um, he, he also trains out of Sanford M- MMA, my favorite gym in the world. Um, I'm trying to think of other... F- the the prelim... Like, that's on, like, the, like the pre-prelims. That's not even on TSN, that fight. And it's a top 15 battle. Like, that's crazy. That's how stacked this card is. Um, Ian Gary, the... We, I've mentioned him before. Um, is fighting gifted Gabe Green. That's a that's a step up for Ian G- Gary. We'll see how good Ian Gary truly is. Um, if you don't know, he's like he's the next Irish big thing. Um, again, um, trying to think of other fights on the card. Um, yeah, just huge, huge night in UFC upcoming, and uh, I'll, I'll be excited. I'll be I'll have to try to find a way how to. Actually, watch the card. I'll be in Halifax, and I'm not sure about the the time change at all. Oh, if I'm saying UFC 277, it's actually UFC 276. I've been just lying to everybody. Um, Derek Lewis, my balls are hot. He he's on UFC 277. I yeah. looked up the wrong one. <laughs> oh my god! This, oh no! Oh no! Something has gone wrong, Max. What's happening? I don't know. Zach, what did you break? I don't know. Um, I think we we send it over to the interview now. After that, yeah. Um, enjoy Carter McNarlin with me and uh, Oakley talking. It's a nice little conversation. Not not too much question answer. Just uh, three guys having a good com- conversation. He's a good guy, hard worker. Thanks, Carter, for coming on. And. Uh, We'll, we'll see where his career goes, and I expect big things out of him. Alrighty, please enjoy Carter McNarland. Uh, okay, guys, this is our interview with uh, Carter McNarland, uh, Canadian ice hockey player. Um, yeah, let's go. Zach, you got the first question? What's up, Carter? How are you doing? I'm doing good, boys. Nice to hop on you with you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um First, first hockey player in a while for for the boys on here. Really big, oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. How's it been? You know, what are you doing right now? Oh, it's been good. Just kind of got back from my season like a month ago, I guess now. So just kind of been uh, training and stuff, getting ready for next year. Kind of 
uh, hockey never stops, kind of 12 months a year. So it's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah, I remember me and Oli asking you to hang, and you were always, no, I'm shooting pucks. <laughs> yeah, you got to be dialed. And uh, yeah. I actually think that's one one reason why I kind of play at the level I am is because of those times where you're shooting pucks and stuff. But yeah, yeah no, for definitely sure. have to hang with you boys soon, though. <laughs> I know for people that don't know, you're you're committed D one here for hockey. That's what you're going to Vermont, right? Correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Ross Colton went there with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's Stanley Cup Finals there. Um, how was that recruiting process going? Because I know, like, it's during like COVID and stuff. Like, how was that for you? Yeah, it was definitely different. Um, didn't get to visit the campus or anything. Kind of did everything like. Uh, just through zoom and they'd send me videos of what it was like but obviously super nice school and stuff got a good vibe off it and uh awesome coaching staff so that's probably what made my decision super easy to go there you have a lot of offers coming out or uh i only had one other offer it was pretty early in my uh like junior career and stuff so kind of just took an early offer that i knew i liked so that's all i really needed yeah yeah Cause I know for me for football too, like I was coming out and I like ha- had all these offers across Canada, but I can't, I couldn't do anything. So it, it's kind of weird time for people going into yeah. college. Yeah. No, it was tough. Probably weird for recruiting too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Do you think you can show off anything? Would a major decision easier if it was in person or do you think it, it was like, it would have been the same either way? Yeah, hundred percent. It would have because I went on a visit to Bemidji State. Oh, that was like my first ever visit, and like it was awesome. Like I almost came into there right away just because like you kind of fall in love with the campus and all the things they're telling you and showing you and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty sick. But I wish I could have went on a visit to Vermont too. And also, yeah. you you uh again, people don't know you. You you started your junior career. You, you played hockey here in Saskatoon with the contacts, then went to Humble Broncos, and then you, you went to BC to play hockey. I was wondering, what was the difference between the SJ and the BCHL? Uh, yeah, I started out in Humboldt there in the SJ. Uh, yeah, super fun year of hockey for me there, but um, decided to play in the BC this year just because uh, the level of hockey is like, uh, I wouldn't say a lot better, but definitely more skilled and translates better to college, but I'd say the SJ has some good things about it too, you know, uh, teach you how to be like a physical player, how to take hits, make hits, stuff like that. So definitely learned a lot in that league too. Yeah, for sure. I know just watching like SJ games, it's just like kind of like scrap, scrappy hockey. And then you, you watch BCHL and you see like Kent Johnson doing like three Michigans a game or. Yeah. Like, like yeah. That. Yeah. It's a lot different that way. Uh, you got to, always have your head up like four seconds after you pass in that street because you might get drilled or something. But in the BC, everyone's just trying to throw a backhand sauce across the ice and stuff like that. So it's a lot different. What league was easier to adapt to for you coming out of like contacts? Oh, definitely the BC. Because in the SJ, I'd say it took me like 10 games to kind of find my stride and like kind of get used to it like it was crazy. Like the first couple games, like you have a visor on and stuff and guys are asking you to fight every time. Like there's a scrum in front of the net. So it's like kind of crazy, but in the BC is more like midget hockey where everyone's just trying to go out there and make plays like skill plays and stuff. So yeah, I like that a lot better.
Yeah, for sure. I was just going to ask, like, didn't you, like, lose your teeth or something like that in the SJ, like, right off the bat? Uh, no, I didn't. But my first game, actually, kind of funny story. I was on a one-on-one with a guy, and I kind of, like, danced a little bit, but I put the puck a bit too far, and it, me and the goalie kind of met at the same time. I, like, kind of hacked him right on his glove. And, like, in midget, like, nothing would happen. But then, uh, as I did that, I just got buried into the post from behind, and, like, my face hit it. But didn't knock any teeth out, but chipped a couple, and they were all black and stuff for a bit. So, oh, yeah, t- tough start. Welcome to the league. Yeah. Hack at the goalie on your first one-on-one. Yeah. And, but, but, like, you know, in midget and, like, bantam and stuff, no one's doing anything. They might give you a little push and, like, tell you yeah. tell you to chirp you a bit, but they won't hammer you from behind. But a little yeah. different in junior, I guess. Yeah, definitely. He, ZZ said, you got any funny stories about me or ZZ? He's, he wants to know. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head here. Actually, yeah, maybe one about ZZ. Um, I remember he's kind of been off hockey for a bit. Yeah. For like a year. <laughs> and he comes out to a skate with me and like Kevin Kaminsky at Sirius. And there's only like maybe three guys on the ice. And ZZ's dad threw him into this camp he didn't even want to go to. He didn't skate for like two years. And we just got bagged and ZZ was not loving it. Just complaining the whole time. ZZ's dad, he's, he's a piece of work sometimes. Hey, ZZ. He was in, in SAS first in Regina, and his dad told him he's the best player out there if he just did more crossovers. <laughs> Get the boots moving, ZZ. He phoned you between periods, and I could just hear it. Crossovers, crossovers, crossovers. <laughs> that, was, that was brutal, Carter. That was, I hadn't skated in two years. Putting on these pads. Yeah, two years, sorry. Straight from football, football practice into this bag skate there's only three of us there i'm dying i'm dying <laughs> that did was unreal do, did you do like the summer like i don't even remember what it's called but like the summer like sh thing zach yeah and was it you that like had football day and you had heat stroke and yacked everywhere carter were no. you there no, I that wasn't me. No, I don't remember. Don't you remember that, they were doing laps around the building? And you went back into like where like the big fan for the rink is and puked. No, that wasn't me. And then he also also no, almost I... killed himself with it trying to do a squat. That was me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're trying crazy. To, and, and was it, it was I think it was me and you spotting him, and we didn't do fucking anything. <laughs> we just let, <laughs> let him get crunched under the bar. Well, like, what are you supposed to do though when he's getting that low? <laughs> like, you just got. Oh uh, yeah, you were fast. you were getting really low, and I was like, "Damn, that's a good squat, Zach." But you just kept <laughs> going. No, no, yeah, it was it was little little Chatty was spotting me, and you didn't do shit. Neither did I, because <laughs> yeah, we just looked just at watching, each other and started laughing. Watching and laughing, yeah. Being some good guys. <laughs> yeah. Carter, going back to Vermont, what, what do you expect going into their freshman season? Like, what do you want to accomplish? Um, yeah. Uh, so my first season, I just kind of want to, like, I don't want to just uh, be in and out of the lineup. I want to be an impact player, whatever line that will be, because I know it's tough as a freshman to go in and, like, demand power, play with time and stuff like that. But I just want to go in there, work my hardest, and kind of 
earn a spot, hopefully like first couple lines, first three lines. And yeah, just kind of see what happens from there. What are you taking to school there? Uh, kinesiology. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Good. With the school there, like how the hell does the school work while you're playing hockey? Yeah. So you'll practice and work out every day. I'm guessing in the morning and then uh, classes after that. So it's kind of a full day grind. Yeah, and then, like, go to bed right after, or else you'd be gassed the next day, too. Yeah, so, yeah, and playing games on the weekend and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be tough to, like, study and stuff. So you're going to have to kind of have good time management and stuff. And you're, obviously, you try to balance school and hockey, but, like, what's going to be the priority? Yeah, <laughs> uh, for me, to be honest, it's going to be hockey because yeah. I want to, like, I want that to be my life and my career after, so. Yeah, you know, sure. a couple of good seasons in college can set you up for a good pro career. Yeah. And 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 if you focus on school, it gets you the same degree as, as you can get here. So yeah, exactly. You know, so, you're yeah. out there, you might as well focus on what you're what you're out there to do. Yeah. Yeah. Still still got, gonna have to dial on school though. Yeah. Yeah, still gonna go hard though. Is so, the goal is the goal to go to the show or is it to go play Europe or anything yeah yeah my goal is to play in the nhl still yeah still yeah yeah yeah, yeah. played against lots of guys who are challenge drafted and even play there now like cylinder was on my team last year so i think i'm kind of ready i just had one more breakout season and a couple good years in college and that was that was another question could, we could had. yeah Who, who's yeah. the best player you've ever played with and against like who's the hardest person to play against and who's like a person yeah. where you played with them and you were like, holy shit. Uh so with I gotta go with Cylinder last year. He's on my team. I wasn't there for long, maybe like a week when he was there, but just like seeing him in practice and like the stuff he could do and in the gym and stuff was crazy. So I gotta say he's the best player I played with. And then against, uh I probably gotta go to a defenseman who's hard to play against. Probably like Nolan Allen. I think he's really hard to play against. Tough to get anything going when he's on the ice. So and I'll probably say Nolan Allen. You've been saying that since Bantam. I remember Bantam, you're saying that he's the hardest team man to go up against. Yeah. He's always, like he's always been my good. Life. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's big, he's strong, and like he's tough to forecheck in the corner because he's got lots of skill too. So that's probably why I say he's the hardest to play against. Yeah, for sure. Biggest hit of my hockey career knocked off Nolan Allen's helmet. Bantam <laughs> Blew him him up. you Blew were just a truck when you played hockey yeah no one wanted to stand I remember the ref coming up to you at, at, at bantam trials and saying like take it easy you're hurting everybody <laughs> he sent two guys off the ice in one shift and the ref was like yeah that's enough <laughs> yeah it's easy it was just a menace out there so he switched to football yeah yeah Jeez. same are with you- football he's just a menace you do everything. What about you? What, what about you boys? And you guys played Bantam and stuff. Like, who'd you find hard to play against? In that Cylinder. League? When I first year Bantam Cylinder, without a doubt. Yeah. And then, um, honestly, um, Gabe Clawson was good. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. He's like so smart out there. He's yeah, you can't shut him down really because he uses his teammates so well. He's sick. You and him are boys, hey? Yeah. And, yeah, like, he's dirty, man. I think he should get drafted this year. He had, like, 35 rips in the dub this year. So, 
Hopefully he gets drafted. I don't think there's no one in Bantam that was like fucking scared me to play against, but like no in midget, I didn't like playing against Jagger Prashovsky. Oh right? yeah. Because because like it wasn't like I wasn't scared of him, but he's just tear your team apart. Everyone was scared to play against him. So every time you played, all your teammates just play like shit. Yeah. And I remember and why was that? Was he like hitting or like what? Well, like he's just crazy. Like there's videos of him <laughs> in his basement practicing taking a helmet off of like a one of those uh like boxing dummies. <laughs> and he fought uh Levi Wiesner. Ripped this oh, like yeah. grabbed this helmet or ripped it off and just started feeding him. Everyone's cheering, right? But freaking he could barely get up, Levi. And then yeah, that's crazy. I remember he he had pretty much clear clear breakaway and I, I caught up to him and he's stick in the pants like this and pushed them down he got up he, he got up he's like do that again and you're dead and i just went at his fin he, <laughs> he, he was rattled he didn't know what to say <laughs> yeah i don't know i know carter too like he's a yeah. tough kid so i could imagine yeah. jagger too well like even even carter like i think jagger's a little bit crazier than than carter is but carter's pretty crazy too and i remember there was like a school fight Two, two people were oh, yeah. and I think it was I don't even know who it was but then he, everyone was started like walking towards it because everybody did, and he walked in and everyone backed up everyone left as soon as he walked yeah, in there because they know he's nails man yeah he is him and his brother so got, super tough players yeah I gotta say one guy we're forgetting probably hard to play against is Brad yeah that's true. Wee, that guy's nasty. well here I, I know exactly what Zach's gonna say to you right now so, yeah. uh, his claim to fame is scoring what four goals? Four against, goals against Brad in Pee Wee. That's his, <laughs> his his greatest accomplishment so far in life. Against the Kodiaks. Yeah, in the city final, baby. Because because yeah, Brad, you guys Brad still was, lost. Brad, I think had six. Yeah, he was the king of Pee Wee <laughs> hockey in Saskatoon. Yeah, There's nothing like, like watching. Watching him skate around behind the net out to the blue line four times and then just cutting in and scoring every single time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and guys would just hack him too. It was bad. Yeah. He was too too good. Yeah. And he didn't really even care either. And like I remember even practicing with him. That's probably just like the mentality he has why he is so good because people would be like, Why are you trying so hard? And he's like, What do you mean? That's what you're supposed to do. You know, and, yeah. and he's always had that kind of like even you go play like mini sticks at his house when we were young and his with him and Ross get, and they're going and balls. Ross would get full goalie equipment on and like, and they would play with like golf balls because they were easier to stick on all these rifle golf balls <laughs> at each other going so hard. Just like, remember so if, you good. Play, if you play goalie, you had to wear goggles and a goalie mask and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember leaving there with a couple of bruises. Yeah. Good memories though. But they're, that's their whole life. That family is hockey. His dad comes, plays mini sticks and, 20 minutes later, he's on the phone doing what he's an agent for certain NHL players. Yeah. And yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, that's been right. Ross and that's why life. Brad's so good. And even even Brad's uncle's coaching who right now? Nashville. The Islanders, head coach. Oh, Islanders. Yeah. They, he switched from Nashville to Islanders. Yeah. The year. Or no, he was. Wow. Yeah. No, he, yeah. he, he, went, he went with Trotz to the Islanders. From, yeah. Yeah. He was with Nashville for a bit. Yeah. Wasn't he with Washington? Yeah, too? he was with, Wa- yeah. with Washington. And then the year they won the cup, they left to Nashville and now they're. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that Lambert family is just sick. 
that that's uh kind of i don't know how much you, you watched it but we got james duthie on he was pumped when i told him that story i was hyped about lambert yeah i saw on the tiktok there you guys got him on that's sweet but yeah he's I, the I man re- too i remember one story that i can't believe i forgot about band first year bantam hockey somehow carter mcnarland is in our division it's like bantam a oh hockey yeah, it didn't make yeah that was play. that was awful I hated playing against the Wild. And Oakley, Oakley, do you remember this? Oakley's boss, I hope I don't put him under the, like, Jeff. Jeff is like, hey, we're, we're putting out the vets, vets to start out this game, to start <laughs> out a message. And Carter McNarlin, you scored in, like, five seconds against us. And Jeff was pissed. And after, was- that, after that period, I swear to God, he, he comes in because he lived in Japan for, like, 12 yeah. years, right? So he speaks good Japanese. He Kosak Jeff, I know. And and he's yeah, Kosak. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and and the 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 Yammer Yager fucking squats he'd make us do where you like swing yeah. your arms around and stuff. <laughs> but um uh he came in the room and just started spitting at us in, in Japanese. He's like, hope you guys understand that because you sure don't understand fucking English, and then he definitely left. Yeah, because, yeah, because the, Bob, the Bobcats weren't too good that year. He was like, yeah, we're putting, YouTube, out, that's about it. putting out the vets, and he put out like John Riffle, Eric Pavlov, and like, I can't remember who else he put out there. Kyle Eisenkrein. Like, Kyle Eisenkrein. And off the draw, you just like, as soon as the puck hit the ground, towed it right around Eric, right between the defensemen, dished it to, I don't even know who you dished it to. You guys scored two goals in about three minutes. <laughs> Yeah, long, that was that was probably my most fun year of hockey. To be honest, we were so good. We lost like two games that year. It was fun. That was like, um, who else played? Hudson was on your team. Yeah, uh, Hadi. That was his last year, wasn't it? Yeah, we had like Steve Mackenzie Wallace. Um, and we were good. What's it? What the hell's that kid's name? And in, in that that same game, Eric just laid out. Um, Jackson Sexsmith just yeah. punished him. Skating, skating around with his, his freaking goggles on, man. <laughs> he, and he skates with his head like way out. Got the, the puck like lost between his legs when he, he's coming around your guy's blue line, just flying up towards like trying to cut around Eric. And Eric yeah. just, Eric's never made a hit in his life. Dropped his shoulder right in front of me. I could feel the impact. I was like, oh Cause, no. Because we were winning like 10 2 and your bench still got like so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Well, and then someone got kicked out because the ref was so old in that game. He's old and someone got a penalty and, and he was like, and, the, and he told the ref, he was like, the, the cemetery's that way. And he got kicked out. Oh, uh, unreal. Did you guys win? How did you guys win provincials against the Aces, or did you lose to that no, team? No, we we choked, man. How? We beat the Aces. Aces. We beat yeah, the Aces. Yeah, so like, I think we lost like the first game six five or something. But we weren't really worried. Like we probably peppered in like sixty to twenty in shots. We're like, all right, like we'll just go win game two. Same thing happens in game two. They're winning four nothing after the second. And we come back to make it four two, and they ended up winning. So we won cities though against Warm, and they were sick too. I just remember the one defenseman on the Aces asking Oakley's dad to come fight him after the game in the parking lot, and like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carter, 
I got a story to tell you. I don't know if I ever told you this before, but this was second year peewee. And I was, I played Bobcats. I didn't play Citywide for some stupid reason. Oh yeah, 170 points. Yeah, I had so many points. And there, it was the last game where, like the last game of playoffs, right? We had to win to move on. And we're Wait, is it about that girl? Bad to the aces. <laughs> Listen, she's in the corner. Had I thought this was a guy because they got like their hair up and chirping me the whole game. Right? And like Pee Wee, everyone sounds like a girl. And yeah. um, chirping me the whole game. And I was like, okay, game's over. Head down in the corner. Shoulder straight to the head. And they crunched, like folded their neck in the boards. And their coach was like, get up. You're fine. You're fine. She got stretched out, taken to the hospital, had to wear a neck brace for like two weeks. And then, so I was at someone's birthday party the other day. And there's this lesbian girl there. Just, I didn't know who she was. And then we we're playing Pong. We just whooped them, naked mile. And then shook their hand. She was like, and then someone called me. And she was like, you're Oakley? I was like, yeah. What? She's like, Oakley Rose? I was like, yeah. And she was like, you put me in a neck brace for two months. And I was like, oh, no. It was her? Yeah. I <laughs> met her. Small so world. Like, <clears throat> she, like, plays, like, in the States for some, some women's team and college or whatever i don't know but like i was i laughed for the rest of the night because i had a buddy there yeah. i was on the team but and then the next the next i went to go play my got dressed up already to go play my first game of bantam a and 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 then john riffle goes you're suspended for four games i said like, what do you mean it's the first game they carried yeah, over I, I broke someone's neck you crunched that girl in non-contact hockey <laughs> yeah that's a quick assessment <laughs> Yeah, and I was affiliated to the mission, and I had more points than like half the team. That was, yeah, that I remember was a that. weird year. The mission were bad that year, Carter. Yeah, like, what oh. team were you on? You're on Fury, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys were you guys were good. ZZ was the top line, baby. I think yeah, you're a Steven Oli. I think yeah. I, I, I remember snap, all your stuff people that you would have been better if you didn't have to get surgery or something like that. Dude, ZZ had to get surgery. That honestly, like, not a great skater to begin with, but that sent my stride back, like, bad. Yeah, you skated like there's a brick in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But uh, not great in, hands either. And in, 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 no. <laughs> Um and like and like Adam ZZ was he was the next freaking Sidney Crosby. He was so good in Adam. And then started playing football and you just I don't know. You lost that like I, hockey touch and you got more. I like lost that. I lost the love. I lost the love of the well, game. And you also played hockey like a football player. <laughs> <laughs> he did too, actually. I think that's all hey, the questions. If he's, in the blue, if he's in the blue paint, though, he's not missing. No, no. <laughs> I do the, awesome. the the Zach celebration. The <sighs> yeah, yeah, the, you the would you pump that fist hard. Man, yeah. I'm surprised Carter didn't chirp me more. If I thought I was gonna get some more chirps coming, some <laughs> ZZ stories about Toontown Tigers or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're on my line, weren't you? <laughs> Bro, like, we actually went off kind of though. Like, how can I chirp you? I don't know. It was all you. 
<laughs> no, bro. Hey, I'm telling you, blue blue paint ZZ's not missing back no. doors. That's probably what every coach told him, Zach. Get in front of the net. Don't move. <laughs> and he's a big body too. No one can move him. No, one of the thing. No one expected ZZ to be just just a freaking wall, but he was. <laughs> oh yeah. If you tried to hit him, you're bouncing off. Oh, but you sure. could just you could just tell from that square ass cage you used to wear, Zach, that, that you meant business. That, yeah, bro. The, the he had a gray, that gray cage 12 years <laughs> in that thing. Yeah. I didn't get a new cage until Bantam. 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 <laughs> and then you get a chrome one. The guys must have beacon you. <laughs> Dude, that I got I had to get used to getting chirped after wearing that thing for 12 years. Holy cow. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, I think that's everything we got. That's easy. Yeah, nice, nice little conversation. Oh yeah, Ireland. Second so hockey sweet. guest. Second. We're trying to get Brad on Carter. Hey, I'll, I'll tell yeah. him to hop on. I'll tell him yeah. it was a good time. Yeah. He said he said he's, com- he said he's coming here soon. Hey. Right? Yeah, I think. Not well, he was saying maybe this summer, but I know he's training uh, in Toronto right now. I think, yeah, he, he told me this summer he'll probably be here. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, hey, I'm rooting for Brad, top 10 draft. I'm a digital to a net, yeah. I'm a digital to a tonsil.